This is Montego Bradley from Fans of Patrol, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking, you said people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 253 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Nacho fries are back at Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you broke my radio voice, sorry. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Reagan. There's always a speech, Charles. No one cares. <laughs> well, they got part of that right. <laughs> you are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to talk some nerdy news. And then it's time to jump into a review of the final movie in the Fox X-Men Cinematic Universe, Dark Phonix. I don't Phoenix. Think, yeah, I don't think that's right. <laughs> oh, all right. Dark Phoenix. Phonix. <laughs> Before we get into all of that, how is everyone doing this week? Mark Ellis, what's going on? Uh, nothing much, man. I don't have a lot to report this week. Um, I did see a bunch of movies. Unfortunately, none of them are worth talking about. So, um, Talk about, At least give us the title. Oh, yeah, sure. I went to see Ma. Hey, Ma. Um, and I thought it was going to be good. It started out pretty good went downhill towards the third act which uh Yikes. yeah i was a little disappointed with that one should have seen secret life of pets too yeah i know it was between the two and i figured eh, i'll just check out ma because you know i like octavia spencer and um i like the girl that was in book smart who's like stars in it i thought she was cool so i'm like oh, i'll give it a shot you know it, it was short you know it didn't take a lot of time but yeah a good idea just bad execution towards the end so uh yeah disappointed but that's all nice. I've been doing, just watching movies. That's okay. that's okay. Sometimes we need a good, nice, easy week. Aubrey, what's going on with you? Nothing much. Just um, working, going to school, and uh, saw Secret Life of Pets too. How was that? You know, it actually wasn't that bad. I was surprised, though, because they swear at one point in it, and it's a kid's movie. They said uh, somebody was pissed, and I, I was really surprised by it because I was like, huh. Was it Harrison no. Ford? Did Harrison Ford say it? No, which is shocking. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how well received that part's going to be because there is a swear word in it, and it's not really advertised that there is, and it's a kids' movie, so you know people are bringing their really little kids there, and they, yep. you know, granted, pissed isn't the worst swear in the world, but still, you know, it's a kids' movie. I'm sure Noah's heard much worse at home. <laughs> Is that true? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. He he's heard. Um, what was he, he? He was saying once, every time something ha- would happen, he go, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> <laughs> like Noah, we're we're in a very religious area. Maybe you shouldn't say that. It'd be much different if we were back in Massachusetts, but we're here in Virginia, where people go to church. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, I told Colin if he wants to watch the angry video game nerd, it's fine, but he can't use any of the language from the video. 
<laughs> my mom used to have a deal with me and my brother where we could swear at home, but we couldn't swear outside of the house. And I, I feel as though that's going to be a deal I have to make with Noah because I can't seem to filter my language. <laughs> <laughs> You're too used to hanging around with us, I think, of the problem. It's horrible. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I have not been doing much, but I did watch a bunch of E3 coverage with uh, my son the last couple days. So that's been fun watching live streams of the conferences from the video game conference on YouTube on the TV. So the big one was uh, Xbox we watched yesterday. Well, I didn't even know that was going on. Yeah, they had uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, gameplay, which looks freaking awesome, and Force Whitaker is back as the voice of Saw Gerrera. Oh, nice! And the big reveal for Cyberpunk 2077 was uh, Keanu Reeves is in the game. Yeah, well, you know, you, if you have a title named Cyberpunk, he's probably going to be like the go-to guy. You're going to get. He just, he, they didn't even pay him; he just showed up <laughs> randomly one day. <laughs> said, someone said Cyberpunk three times, and he walked through the door. That's right. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> this is my calling. <laughs> But that's been it. There's been some, there's some exciting, cool games looking to come out. And they announced a new Xbox system for 2020. So I guess that's going to be a lot of money. Is it Xbox 2? Xbox uh, right now it's, pro- it's called Project Scarlet, but I'm sure they'll Jesus. change the name. But it's supposed to be amazing. So uh, outputs an 8K. So it's not going to be cheap. That's what they all say. That's right. That's what they tell <laughs> all, the, all the guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's exciting. But other than that, that's that. That's us. Now let's talk about us. Mark Ellis, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you also find movie reviews from yours truly. You'll find F- Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there. You can purchase some of our So Wizard t-shirts. Look good while you're representing the show. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping right through the link that we keep on a, right on the website. There's a Amazon logo. Click on that logo. Go to Amazon. Do your shopping. And that way you'll be helping out our little podcast. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you are there. You can also find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, and you can also stream our show through Spotify and through Podcoin, where you can earn uh, money for listening to our show. Uh, you can also support us through Patreon, uh, small monetary donation, and you receive extra content from Soul Wizard. Uh, we also have a YouTube page that you can also check out our videos that we have on there, too. Shout out to all of our podcasting buddies all over the world. Back to you, Joey. That's not fair, Arian. I hate you. Uh, All right, let's get into the news. Let's see what's going on in the world of nerd this week. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, Markellis, what do you got? Lay it on us. All right, so we have a date for the upcoming Tom Holland starring action film Uncharted. Uh, speaking of video games, we talked about this before, but now it looks like Sony actually has a date for the movie. It's coming out December 18th, 2020. So that's next year. I believe that. 
uh, the director isn't someone that uh, has done a lot of other movies. I think this might be one of his first ones. Uh, but now that they have a date in mind, it looks like this is actually going to happen. Uh, what do you guys think of Tom Harlan? Tom Harlan. Tom Holland in Uncharted coming out next year for Christmas time. Let's start with Joey. Um, I guess there's no Avatar or Star Wars next Christmas, huh? Exactly. Exactly. I thought for sure there was a Star Wars movie coming out next year, but um, apparently not. Let's see. I like Tom Holland a lot as uh, Spider-Man. I don't think I've seen him in anything else, but I do like him. And I love Uncharted. Um, I think there's a cool storyline for a movie there. I don't know if I want Tom Holland in Uncharted. It seems like he's, even though he's like in his 20s, he's, I, I think of him as being like 15. Right. I don't know if that's because of Spider-Man or what, but like, I, I don't know. So I, I can't visualize him as Nathan Drake. I just can't unless it's going to be Uncharted the high school years. So I want to see a trailer or something else before I get too excited about this. And it's a video game movie. So right off the bat, you're like, oh, God, here we go. You know, What's even been the last good video game? Well, Detective Pikachu, I guess, was technically a video game movie, right? Uh, yeah, I guess technically because it was, it was a video game, Detective Pikachu. Right. And Pikachu and Pokemon are video game characters, so. Yeah. But if I picked up the video game, will I get to play as Justice Smith or Ryan Reynolds? I think you just play as Detective Pikachu. Uh, yeah, see, so I don't know if that movie kind of counts. It's close enough. Close enough, yeah. It, all right, well, it was no Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> or Super Mario Brothers. Right. All right, Aubrey, what about you? How do you feel about Tom Holland as Nathan Drake coming out I next think- year? This is the stupidest idea anybody's ever had. <laughs> there, There's no reason for this to even exist because Indiana Jones has already been made. So I don't really see a point in having an Uncharted movie. Um, and Tom Holland as Nathan Drake doesn't really make sense either because he's just kind of like a goofy kid-like character. And Nathan Drake isn't really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, d- I don't see this being good i don't see it making money i think it's gonna be stupid and a waste of time wow wow i do know tom holland has another movie that's supposed to be coming out this year of him and someone else i can't remember the name of them in the jungle and uh that movie got like horrible reviews like it it was screened and someone said it was unwatchable um and i can't remember what the hell it was but i think it was supposed to be coming out this summer um so yeah Aubrey, you might be right he might not have proven his uh his salt yet as far as being a leading man in anything other than Spider-Man. Uh, but I think it's good that they get the young Nathan Drake movie out of the way now, instead of them doing like a, a video game accurate version and then doing the, the prequel down the road. You know what I mean? I think it's fine. All right. So then in other news, there was a, um, a Ghostbusters kind of, um, convention that happened recently. Uh, Ivan Reitman and Jason Reitman was there. Uh, Jason Reitman, of course, is going to be directing the next Ghostbusters movie. And he, kind of let it slip that the original cast members were going to be coming back. Uh, Sigourney Weaver already kind of confirmed that her character is coming back in the sequel, uh, but he kind of let it slip that all the other actors are most likely going to be returning. Now, I know we've already been down this road before with the other Ghostbusters movie. Having the original Ghostbusters doesn't really uh, qualify this movie to be any good, um, but the fact that Jason Reitman is directing it, the fact that he has a clear idea of what the story is going to be, and he's going to get these characters back as the original characters, uh, or I'm sorry, get these actors back as the original characters, I think is an amazing sign uh, for the progress of this movie. I'm 
getting more excited for it. Uh, what do you guys think of the original cast members coming back for this Ghostbusters reboot? Uh, let's start with Aubrey. That's cool. I mean, I'm happy to see Sigourney Weaver. I think she's fantastic. I don't know. It, it's cool. I hope it's good. What about you, Joy? Um, much like uh, last week when we talked about Terminator and the Predator and other alien covered in shit in other movies in these franchises. Um, when was the last time there was a good Ghostbusters movie? <laughs> it's fine. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. It, it's like the ingredients are there. They just haven't baked the right cake yet. I was seven when the last time there was a good Ghostbusters movie. So um, I, I don't think there's much of a hill to die on, especially after Ghostbusters colon answer the call came out and took a giant steaming dump on whatever nostalgia was left for this franchise. Um, fine. That's great. I can't again. It can't be worse than the last one. So I, I think that unfortunately they like we said, we talked about this a little earlier Maybe three or four weeks ago. I don't remember. I feel like they shot their load. Not to be gross, but I feel like they blew their load for some of this stuff with the 2016 movie. Yeah. Like the excitement of seeing, you know, Dan Aykroyd back on the screen in a Ghostbusters movie. It, it's it's gone. Like they did talk show rounds with the original cast. Like they did all this stuff and it still didn't work. So I, I don't know. I, I'm interested in what this movie's going to be. I've read a leaked plot description on uh, shady websites that I visit, and I wasn't too impressed. So, um, it is. Did, did those leaks talk about it being a kid, like a main kid, as the Ghostbuster? Is that Ghostbuster? Uh, kind of. Yeah. Okay. It sounded more like Goosebumps than Ghostbusters. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, that that seems to be the current direction that it's going in. That is going to be about a um a family, or at least a, a the main antagonist is going to be like a small girl that's going to be uh, carrying a proton pack. So. You know, whatever the story is, I'm down for it because I, I like Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman a lot. I think he's a, a really good director, and I really want to see what he does with this franchise, uh, yeah, especially just, after the I last one. I just hope one. it's good. I just hope it's it's good or at least watchable. You know, if if it's even a two and a half or, or three out of five, that would be an improvement. So, all right. So, uh, speaking of Bill Murray meme- remakes, uh-huh. it looks like we're going to be getting a remake to um, not uh, not necessarily a movie that Bill Murray kind of coined, but Another adaptation of A Christmas Carol. Uh, this one is going to be supposedly a remake of Scrooge starring Kevin Hart. Now, we've had, you know, God, I don't know, a hundred different versions of A Christmas Carol. So another one isn't really going to do anything. And I don't think it's going to make that big of a dent. Uh, but if they're specifically going to remake Scrooge, um, I think it's fine. You know, I think it's kind of cool that another band does a cover of a song um, in a completely different context. I think that's cool. So. Kevin Hart hasn't actually been delivering um, as far as the box office goes recently, but I think this might be a good, you know, a good family um, film that he could uh, gain some of his credentials back. I don't know. I think it might be cool. Um, Joy, what do you think about a Scrooge remake with Kevin Hart? Not like this Matrix.gif. This is like the worst news I've heard all day. Really? I love the original Scrooged movie. Aubrey, have you ever seen Scrooged? I haven't, no. Oh, God, no. It's classic. What do you say to Aubrey when she hasn't seen Scrooged? You just made the list! (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Me and Jen watch it usually every Christmas season, not on Christmas, because that's our family tradition of watching Die Hard. 
but at some point during Christmas time, we're both home and sitting in front of the TV. We will watch Scrooged, um, and it's fantastic. And it is a lot like Ghostbusters. Um, I feel like that movie is not a Christmas Carol. Because how many fucking Christmas Carol adaptations there have been? Like, who cares? But to specifically try to remake that movie, which is like more or less lightning in a bottle with Bill Murray gone wild. I I like Kevin Hart. I just don't think he can do that. So yeah. All right, Aubrey, what about you? You've never seen the original Scrooge. Was that something that you you just missed completely? Did you even know it existed? I did not. Um, I don't know anything about it. I don't think I've ever seen it. So. All right, so this would be a perfect movie for Aubrey because she hasn't seen it. Aubrey, do you like Kevin Hart? I do. See? Yeah, I think it's really funny. There you go. Sometimes so- he could be a little bit over you know, over dramatic, but mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, I like his stand-up. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So to all the people asking, why is there a remake of Scrooge coming? It's for Aubrey. Yeah, it's all <laughs> Aubrey's fault. I wouldn't say fault. I would say it's for people who are around Aubrey's age who didn't, you know, who didn't grow up with the original classic one. Um, and there hasn't been like, at least not that I could think of. I don't think there's been like a big Christmas Carol kind of remix done in a while. Maybe uh, Matthew McConaughey and a girls of the girlfriends of past or whatever last uh even remotely big and i i caution using the word big like christmas movie was the uh kurt russell santa claus movie on netflix it was the last time i can remember there being a christmas movie that everybody seemed to either watch or was aware of at least mm-hmm. the one with matthew mcconaughey actually wasn't that bad yeah yeah that, that wasn't that bad was that the one was jennifer garner in that one yes okay yeah that uh-huh. one wasn't that bad I like watching it when it's on and there's nothing else to watch. <laughs> and you can't find a remote. Yeah, um, I don't. Aubrey has a list on my phone of movies like 30 deep, but she's like, yeah, and there's just nothing around to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I told you my idea. I was going to watch them and record my reaction on our YouTube channel, but I can't exactly stream the video at the same time because then that runs into copyright right. issues. No, but you could uh, re- just record yourself watching it and then edit it. I could. <laughs> it, just, it will be Aubrey watching. It's like starting a movie and then like five minutes of her sleeping. <laughs> and then yeah. the end of the movie, Aubrey wakes up. That's, and that's it. <laughs> exactly. People have put weirder stuff on YouTube. So. All right. So then, uh, oh, we have a new addition to the Fast and the Furious franchise. I know everyone is worried about what was going to happen to the franchise, not at The Rock and Jason Statham. Obviously, two of the biggest badasses in that whole series is getting their own movie. Uh, we've all read the reports of The Rock and Vin Diesel kind of not exactly getting along in the last film. Uh, but for Fast and the Furious 9, we have some new uh, beefcake showing up on the scene. John Cena will be, quote-unquote, a badass in Fast and the Furious 9. They don't say if he's a good guy, don't say if he's a bad guy, just he's a badass. Um, for some reason, I think this fits perfectly. I don't even know why this is uh, why it took so long for this to happen, but it makes perfect sense to me. I'm psyched for it. Aubrey, how do you feel about John Cena joining the Fast and the Furious franchise? I couldn't give a shit, <laughs> even if I tried. I thought you liked John Cena. He's okay, but I don't watch Fast and Furious at all. Oh, that's right. You haven't watched any of them, right? Nope. Nope. I'm sure I've seen one, but Mm -hmm. I don't remember it. Well, five and on is where the story gets good. You don't really need to see the other ones. 
Is there a story, though? <laughs> there, is act- there? there actually is, believe it or not. It's one of the most incredibly constructed storylines I've ever seen in movies. And I'm not saying that as a joke. I was literally stunned and Fast and Furious 6 how the screenwriter managed to tie all of those storylines together. It's, it's amazing. Isn't it? If you say it's a good story, Mark, I will watch it. I would say just watch five. If you like that one, then you can watch the rest of them. Okay. Um, I'll start there. Yeah, exactly. It's been a lot of pressure on Mark now. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, what about you, dude? How do you feel about Cena coming to the Fast and the Furious franchise? Um, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I liked him in tra- uh, what was Bumblebee. Yep. And Fast and Furious movies are big, dumb, goofy action movies. Right? Doesn't it seem like he would just fit perfectly in there? It does. It does. And then eventually we'll cross back over with Hobbs and Shaw. And maybe somebody will finally realize that um, Shaw killed the guy from Tokyo <laughs> Drift. So we shouldn't be hanging out with him. But I don't know if anyone will talk about that. Ooh, sorry, Aubrey. Spoiler. I don't care. Yeah, damn. She wasn't going back that far anyway. It was only five and, and onward. So. Yep, exactly. But yeah, that's fine. Um, as long as there's crazy explosions and absolutely ridiculous shit like people fighting a submarine with a Lamborghini. Yeah. I, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> I think it'll make like $800 million in China before we even get started. So. Yeah. I'm psyched to see him and uh, Vin Diesel go ahead. I think that's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Um, okay. So then uh, speaking of Fast and the Furious, uh, one of the stars of Fast and the Furious, Gal Gadot, is in a new movie, Wonder Woman, and now uh, we got our first look at the posters that are uh, starting to advertise the movie that's coming out next year. Uh, it's bright, it's colorful, it looks completely different than anything from the Snyderverse. Uh, what did you guys think of the Wonder Woman poster, Joey? Um, I thought it was kind of stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It looked really try hard and like it was desperately trying to look like Flash Gordon or uh, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Oh, okay, yeah. And it did nothing for me to sell me on what's going on in this movie, like other than it takes place in 1984. Yeah. So you didn't think her new armor looked pretty cool? I guess it looked like <laughs> Barbarella. <laughs> All right. No, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. We'll see. Maybe the movie will be better. All right. Aubrey, what about you? What would you think of that very brightly colored poster? I liked it. Because nice. I like Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> and you like Wonder Woman too, right? I do. Yeah, I liked the first one. And I know Joey has quoted, or not, and I know Joey has said on our Twitter that um, it was it was overrated. So I yes. saw that. But it... <laughs> I do not think so. It is my favorite DC movie. It's so good. Favorite DC movie is not a high bar to clear, (laughs) though, to be fair. But the action scenes in that movie are fucking phenomenal. I love them. Mm -hmm. So I liked it. You know, Joy, I never made that Flash Gordon connection. That would kind of make sense. It's 84 and brightly colored. That kind of makes sense that they would be aiming for that Flash Gordon look. So, um, yeah, now that you've said that, I'm, I'm even more excited for it. But the other thing about Warner Brothers is that they're, they are not doing anything at San Diego Comic-Con this year, which is really surprising. Usually they have like, um, they do like a whole panel, like on, I think on like Saturday mornings um, is when they usually do it. And they, you know, scroll out like, like artwork from the upcoming movies and 
you know, make the announcements of like, I remember, I distinctly remember when they announced Batman v Superman and um, the kind of ripple effect that that caused through the scene. But this year, Warner Brothers is like, they're not doing San Diego Comic-Con at all, which is really they're surprising. Doing a panel for it chapter two and that's it. Wow. So do you think that this is going to, do you think this is going to help their upcoming movies or do you think this might kind of hurt it a little bit, Joey? <laughs> The the buzz you get from a positive experience for people at San Diego Comic-Con is huge. So I don't understand what they're doing. Even if they were just going to show some concept art or something, or maybe a trailer for uh, a new trailer for Joker and maybe some footage from Birds of Prey. I, I don't understand why they're not going. It doesn't make any sense to me. You don't have to spend Marvel money and trot out like Tom Hiddleston dressed as Loki. <laughs> <laughs> you could just go up on stage and show some cool stuff. You know, it doesn't have to be super ultra crazy, but it's definitely worth it for the buzz. If what you have is worth showing, uh, maybe they just don't have anything. They don't have, if they don't have like a cut trailer or really finished footage for wonder woman yet, it's like really un special affected, I guess. Sure. Or, you know, they don't have really anything. If they don't have anything put together, sizzle real wise for either of these movies, and then there's a rumor that they're not going to release a second trailer for Joker at all. So they just don't have anything to show and it's not worth showing up. So. Yeah, I guess I can kind of see that. It does cost a lot of money to put all of that together. But still, it's weird to be a movie studio that has at least three comic book movies in the pipeline and not appear at San Diego Comic-Con. Well, that's odd. why I said like they didn't. I wonder if they're thinking they have to put on a production on the level of what Marvel does every year, which is backed by Disney. Not that Warner Brothers is hurting for money, but if they're thinking of the sunk cost, like it, I don't think it costs much to send somebody there to talk about it a little bit and show trailers or sizzle reels. It, I mean, you're basically playing footage off of YouTube. <laughs> it's yeah. Like it's not that big a deal. Like doesn't have to be this big production but i guess they just don't want to do it it's so. so weird it's so weird aubrey how do you feel about there not being any warner brothers dc stuff coming out of san diego this year you know there's there isn't sony isn't even doing a presentation at e3 this year so i don't know maybe they just don't have anything crazy to show yet or maybe they're waiting and just showing it later on to create a bigger hype i, mm-hmm. I don't really i don't know Interesting. Strange things in a world of nerds. Well, Marvel will be there, and they're going to supposedly have some big, huge announcements. So oh, yeah. There's we'll plenty to talk about. <laughs> they're just going to run the complete gamut and tell everyone what's going on through Marvel. So, uh, speaking of Warner Brothers DC... Uh, Got a Warner Brother. <laughs> the, the Swamp Thing TV show that they have been hyping for so long on their streaming network uh, is canceled uh, <laughs> after the first episode. Uh, they did... Season they had to cut back on season one from thirteen episodes to ten episodes, and then they aired the first episode and said, "All right, we're canceling. It's done." I don't have the streaming app, so I haven't watched any of the show at all. I haven't seen any footage at all, but the reviews for the first episode were pretty good. Um, so this is strange to me. What do you guys think of the Swamp Thing being canceled after the first episode? Um, Aubrey, I'm not surprised. Where's the shock? I got none. <laughs> all right, Joey. What about you? Um, it's really weird. <laughs> I know we had talked, uh, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but they had been speaking online. There were rumors swirling about the universe app ending or getting rolled into a full Warner brother app. Yep. And then there were also people that said like they filmed this in North Carolina and they were supposed to get a $40 million tax credit. Right. 
and then they didn't get it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they dropped $80 million on this series and they were expecting to get reimbursed for half of that. And they didn't get reimbursed. They were like, fuck this shit, <laughs> cut the episode order and canceled it immediately. So they don't have to make any more seasons. But the weird thing is that I've heard huge positive buzz on it. Everybody I know that has the app or is in the comics and stuff that's watched it thinks it's freaking awesome and not in a like this person's opinion sucks like sort of way. Yeah. <laughs> like, people I actually not that I care what people think, but the people that I actually would like listen to what they have to say about stuff. <laughs> so uh, I've heard nothing but good stuff about it. So uh, maybe there's just not enough people that have the app to start and then if all those people don't watch it so i would assume everybody that has the app like watches titans that's why it's still successful mm-hmm. but maybe everybody that watches the app if only half of there's a small amount of people and then only half of those watch the first episode of swamp thing they're just like fuck this shit and they cancel <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm interested to see what happens it'd be very kind of messed up if they actually did produce this show and it gets critically acclaimed and you know people are like interested in it and then they just snip it you know it might turn into a cult classic where somewhere down the road, people will demand it comes back. Well, it also kind of cuts the show off the legs, too, because now they're not released. It's not like it all came out on the first day. It's weekly. Mm-hmm. But, like, why bother? <laughs> right. It's it's You're never going to get season. First of all, they cut three episodes off the end. So who knows what the hell the end of the se- season is going to be like. It could be complete ass. And then if it ends on a cliffhanger, you're not getting any more. So why even bother getting invested? Yeah especially when it's weekly and you can't just sit down and just like, Oh, I'm bored. I'll bang out like five episodes today. Like you can't. Yeah. Cause if they put it all out all together, someone would be able to be like, Oh, I watched the entire first season of swamp thing and it's great. And then other people would be drawn to that. Right. Man, Warner brothers, DC, man, they're having a tough time. <laughs> all right. So then, uh, speaking of TV shows from the past that might get a new life. Um, it looks like the original creators of the X-Men cartoon, uh, not that Fox is being folded into Disney, uh, have approached Disney about bringing back the original 90s cartoon and, and uh, setting up a continuation of that. Uh, I have never watched any of those cartoons at all. I know they're supposed to be good. I just I haven't seen it. Uh, but I think that Disney being the animation experts, uh, having an X-Men cartoon that continues on after... That continues on, and it's with the people that created the original show. Sounds like a no-brainer. If I'm Disney, I'm like, yes, that's a great idea. People love that cartoon. Let's get right on it. Um, what do you guys think of the 90s X-Men cartoon coming back, uh, Joey? Fuck yeah, bro. All over my face. Let's do it right now. <laughs> Did you, I you watch loved that show. You watched the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I loved that show. I used to re- videotape it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Not to uh, not to age myself, but I used to record it on a VCR and watch it throughout the week, too, if I missed it or if I wanted to just watch it again. I had like probably the first like two and a half seasons on VHS, VHS tape that I recorded off TV. Wow. Wish I still had those and all the commercials and everything. But yeah, that was huge. That was such a big deal back in the day when that came out because um, there wasn't a lot of cool stuff like that like there is now so like it was so good (laughs) and it's probably not good i bet if i went back and started watching it it would be like painful to sit through but at the time it was perfect and i really hope that when marvel eventually reboots the film series they use the theme song for this like they have been with spider-man oh yeah 
All right, Aubrey, what about you? Were you familiar with the X-Men cartoon from the 90s? That is uh, one of the ways that I actually got into the X-Men. So how Joey feels about Spider-Man is pretty much how I feel about X-Men. And so me and my brother watched X-Men all the time. Every time it was on, we were watching it. We were going to get comics to read all about it there, too. And so I'd, I'd be pretty excited to see it be rebooted. Nice. I have no connection to the X-Men cartoon whatsoever. So uh sounds like a good idea. I know a lot of people have a lot of uh, love for it. It was on a streaming app at one point. I can't remember whether it was Netflix. It was on Netflix for a while. Yeah. Oh, nice. All right. So, um, yeah, so that's it. That's all I got for the news for this week. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk all about Dark Phoenix. Hey, what's up, everybody? I hope you're having fun listening to this episode of So Wizard Podcast. But did you know you can actually get paid just for listening to us? I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. We've just discovered a new app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to the podcast you love, and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks, or if unlike me, you're a good person you could actually donate it to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. Here's what you got to do. Download the free app right now on your iPhone or Android device. I've got a special code for you. Simply use our code WIZARD when you sign up and you'll get 300 PodCoin just to start off. If you listen to enough of us on there, you can get a drink at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card and it's like I gave it to you. So go ahead, go listen to this podcast or any of your other favorite shows on PodCoin and sign up with the code WIZARD. It'll change the way you listen to podcasts. And we're back. So now it's time to review Dark Phoenix. We all had a chance to see it. We'll start off with some non-spoiler impressions and we'll jump into spoiling the movie. Mark will play a sound drop letting you know when that happens. So in case you haven't seen it yet, um, and judging by the box office, some of you probably haven't. Uh, (laughs) you can definitely uh, tune in later or just keep listening and get spoiled. So what did we think of Dark Phoenix? Uh, Mark Hellens. Uh, Yeah, Sophie Turner is hot. I had no idea. (laughs) Like, yeah, I've watched a few episodes of Game of Thrones, but I'm watching this. I'm like, holy shit. More, as many shots as possible of her laying down in tight (laughs) shirts as humanly possible, please. I want that cinematic universe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Sophie Turner in, in tight white shirts cinematic universe, please. Um, but uh, in, in all seriously, I enjoyed most of it. It's, mm. it's not. Um, I was expecting a complete disaster, and it wasn't. It wasn't a complete disaster. Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. All right. What about you, Aubrey? Um, I like the pieces that they took from the comics, but. And, and I love X-Men. So I get really excited about any X-Men movie that comes out. I really do. Even uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine? <laughs> I Yeah. I, I even like that because I just I love X-Men. But I feel a little sad about this movie. In a good way or a bad way? In a um, bad way. It just... Uh, it, uh, I feel like it felt short, and it was, it it was disappointing. Okay, I pretty much hated this movie. <laughs> really, it was just boring, and it's just so long. 
it felt like I was in the movie theater for seven or eight days. I checked my phone like four or five times to see what time it was. And it was like, oh, it's only been 30 minutes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but yeah, Sophie Turner's hot. Um, and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it definitely felt like an X-Men movie. I guess it's the best <laughs> I could say for better or worse. It was, it was truly a sequel to X-Men Apocalypse. Wow. Put it that way. <laughs> I don't know if we, there's anything else we can say uh, without spoiling it. So, Mark, why don't you drop the spoiler drop and we'll get into it. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right. Well, why don't we start with things we liked? Uh, Aubrey, you seem to be a little down on the movie like me. So what were the things you liked about it? I liked how they followed um, the origin of Phoenix, which is a little bit. It, it didn't coincide with uh, Apocalypse because they showed Jean kind of having that power, uh, but she gains the power in this movie. So there was some issues there with consistency, but I did like how they stuck to the comic book origin of Phoenix, how she um, is blasted with the solar flare and everything like that. That was really cool. I I love Phoenix as a character, so I was really excited to see her. I was excited to see the character flaw in Charles Xavier because that seems pretty consistent throughout the, the comics and the show and everything. He really does believe he's doing the best for people, and it always blows up in his face. So I, I loved seeing that part. I loved seeing X-Men on, in the movie again. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. What about you, Mark Ellis? Um, I love the costumes in the beginning. I thought those looked pretty cool. I really liked the performances from uh, James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender and uh, Nicholas Holt as Beast. He actually was able to elicit some emotions through that blue furry makeup. I was like, holy shit, this kid actually is really good. Um, And again, Sophie Turner, she's hot and she's actually delivered because uh, Jean Grey had to go through different types of uh, emotions in the same scene. And I thought she did a really good job um, going through those things. I, I, I bought into it. I actually believed it. Yeah. And I like the, the, the end of the movie, the, the finale. I like that scene. I like the, the correspondence between her being a little girl in a car crash and a car, you know, uh, being destroyed and her kind of psychic powers protecting herself. Versus her being in a train crash um, and her psychic powers are used to protect her family. That I thought was pretty cool. It was a nice uh, uh, juxtaposition uh, between the two. But other than that, I did have some issues. But uh, those are the things that I really, really liked about it. All right. Um, Let's see. What did I like about the movie? Okay, so. (laughs) The credits. (laughs) (laughs) No. um, See, Part of the the disappointment for me with this movie was I wanted it to either be a colossal train wreck, yep. like the room of superhero movies, mm-hmm. or to surprise me and be like good. And for the most part, it was just middling to decent. Yeah. Which isn't fun at all. <laughs> like, it was just so there and blah. But, you know, I did really like how they showed her powers and how she used them. Mm-hmm. I thought that looked really cool. I loved when she would just fly straight up in the air and was gone. <laughs> I love that. I thought that was really cool. They didn't make a big deal out of it. She was just like, poof, gone. And uh, 
I loved, you know, just the way she used her powers and the things she did with them when Quicksilver is attacking her and she's just like, and he's, he's out. (laughs) And of course, you know, Quicksilver has to get sidelined immediately for the whole movie. But, yeah, because they, they uh, only had him for like a few a few days to shoot, and he's like, uh, we got to get rid of this actor. He's got other stuff to do. So, I mean, that was fine. So, yeah, I mean, I like the way the, I really liked the uh, train fight at the end of the movie. Yep, I think that was probably the best action sequence in the entire movie. I thought that was like that whole sequence like worked really well. I, I liked that a lot. I thought that was good. It was a good showcase for everybody's powers and stuff. It felt like it was from another movie, which it probably was because they, it was part of the reshoots. <laughs> That's the completely reshot ending they did afterwards. So, um, I but yeah, I enjoyed the train battle, and um, I, obviously Sophie Turner's hot, and I like the way they showed her powers. But uh, that was about it for me. Yeah. <laughs> now, what about things you didn't like, Marcellus? You're chomping at the bit. What do you got? Oh God. Um, you know, one of the things that and it's so funny, dude, because you have been saying it on the show for years now. The Dark Phoenix storyline only really works if you care about these characters. Yes. And I hated the fact that they introduced these characters in the beginning. And it's like, all right, we're going into space. Does anyone have any questions? And Cyclops is like, yeah, I have a thousand questions. And they're like, whatever, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't really, I like, I didn't feel anything for these characters. Like everything that I'm supposed to care about these characters, I should have got from the last movie. And I'll be honest with you. It's been a while since I've seen it. I don't really remember it too well. I don't, I couldn't really connect to them. So yeah, as they're going through all of this stuff, I felt no emotional connection to any of them at all. And that sucked because I really wanted to. Um, I hated the alien storyline. I hated the fact that the solar flare was like heading towards Earth and the aliens were just kind of chilling there on the ship, just watching it. Like, what was their plan? Were they the thing destroyed their planet? Were they going to bottle it? Were they just going to follow it all over the universe? Like, what was the what was their plan? I didn't like the alien storyline and I didn't like I just didn't like how the whole thing ended. The the very, very end. It was nice seeing Charles in and um, Eric together again playing chess. That was cool. But then you look up and you see like a little fiery bird in the background. I'm like, so wait, so what? What? The script was a big disappointment for me. Huge disappointment. Um, but yeah, there's that's what I really, really d- disliked about it. It was mainly the, the script of it. Okay. Now, Aubrey, you are the resident huge X-Men fan. So there had to be some problems for this for you with this movie. Yes. So I didn't like Mystique's storyline at all. I hated it. I've hated it from the beginning. Jennifer Lawrence obviously got sick of playing that character, and that's why they killed her off. I don't like that she was a part of the X-Men for so long. I, you know, go go join um, Magneto. Uh, so that, that was really frustrating for me. It was frustrating for me, too, that Quicksilver even exists when he was already in Marvel movies, but then they killed him <laughs> off. That drives me fucking insane. Because now that they've merged, they're going to have to figure out how to transition that character in. If they transition him at all. Now they've got to kill him off. They've got a problem. They're probably going to reboot the series. I like um, Sophie Turner. I like Evan Peters. I like... Um, uh, what's his face? I like the Magneto and Charles Xavier. I like those two characters. Everybody else, I don't really like. Mm-hmm. I I find Storm to be fucking annoying. I find 
Cyclops to be fucking annoying. I think Aww. he's annoying in the comic books, though, too. Nightcrawler, I was mad that the police officer died. That was like, my kid used to be a fan. I was mad that he died because I feel like... He should have just he, threw himself out of the train as soon as he said that. Yeah, I feel, I feel like Nightcrawler deserved the opportunity to redeem himself to that person. So, it's... Un- <sighs> It's really annoying to me. I like I liked the ending, how they were playing chess and everything, and then they show Dark Phoenix up in the sky because the, she does eventually come back. So I knew that that was going to happen. I think my main problem is just that it was so disorganized and so discombobulated that it was frustrating. And it was frustrating. The aliens were frustrating. It's they could have done better. I liked the action scenes that they did have, but I don't really like the casting. I hate the casting. Actually. I hate that mystique died like really early on. And I feel like that's all Jennifer Lawrence's fault. And I don't know if I can ever forgive her. (laughs) And I just would have liked to see more. And I think when you get into the Phoenix saga and everything, like, uh, where is, what's her face um emma frost where is emma frost because she she's got to come in soon too i thought for sure the chick with the fucking platinum hair was going to become um was going to be emma frost because she looks like she could be emma frost no, I we already they... saw emma frost in the, in the 60s yeah that's what i was gonna say they already but showed her still but she's still. not gonna be walking around in lingerie anymore there's no consistency in the timeline <laughs> nope not and at all. <laughs> I hate that. I hate it so much. There's absolutely no cause. Like, why does Jean Jean Grey look like a teenager, but she killed her parents in what the seventies? Uh, and yes. now it's 1992. Yep. Or 94, whatever the fuck year it is. It's been 20 years. She doesn't look like a 28 year old in well, that movie. She does don't, to me. Don't forget in the timeline. Uh, Michael Fassbender is going to become Ian McKellen in eight years. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't understand the timeline at all. It's frustrating. They don't care. They don't care at all. I nope. hate that. I hate it. Joy, what did you not like about it? Other than it being boring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, all right. Just the main thing is that this, and you touched on it already is that this storyline does not work when you don't care about the character. Yep. <laughs> so for as you know, we're, we keep praising Sophie Turner for being hot, and she actually did a good job in the movie. She's doing her best, but you just don't give a shit. <laughs> like, there's nothing to give a shit about in this movie. <laughs> you don't care. Anything that's happening, you don't care. It doesn't matter. Fucking Mystique dies. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> um, Jennifer Lawrence, you can see her counting down the seconds until her contract is done. I while she's making the movie. I don't think that's fair. People have been saying that for the past three X-Men movies. I don't think that's the, the case at all. Uh, maybe it it's just the way like it. Maybe it's the way she's playing the character, but she does not seem like she wants to be there at all. Yeah. Um, I feel like her and Nicholas Holt broke up, and she was like, no, I'm over it. Oh, yeah, so, that's right. I mean, good for him, but... Uh, I don't know. Like, And, and you know, they, their relationship, and we're supposed to care about that. Like, we don't care. Cyclops and Jean Grey's relationship, we don't care. No one cares about any of this stuff. And and like you, another thing you said, Mark, is like a lot of this stuff was like, oh, picking up on threads from Apocalypse that I couldn't fucking remember <laughs> what they were talking about. Yep. 
like when when did the X-Men become like cheered and like loved? Like did that happen off screen in between movies or was that at the end of Apocalypse? I remember at the end of Apocalypse they all had costumes that they never wore again. Yeah. But they I, all of a sudden we start this movie and they're like public heroes. I don't under we missed all that for some reason. Um and then just petty things that bothered me, like Cyclops's visor. What? So Cyclops's visor is goofy. Yes. But it's fine when they're out in the field, but he doesn't wear it like just wandering around the school. Like he wears Ruby Court's sunglasses. Oh, did he have the visor on the whole time? He, he did, didn't. literally he did. wore the visor the entire movie. <laughs> like you couldn't have gone to fucking Walmart and got him a pair of sunglasses and just CG'd him red. <laughs> it just it made it impossible for me to even get into anything he was selling emotionally because he just looked like a fucking goof whole movie. So that that was tough too. Um, what about when he called the bad guy a motherfucker or whatever it was when he dropped fucker. the f bomb? Yeah. That was <laughs> he got, funny. He got his one. They got the one f bomb in. Um, I also much like you, Mark. I hated the aliens movie. Nyak um, nyak or whatever her name was. <laughs> Was uh, like what? What was happening there? Like what was that? They didn't establish that she was an important alien either. Like they tried to, they implied it throughout the movie, but you, when she's first introduced, you're not like, oh shit, there's a head alien. Like she I looks like the all black the other guy aliens. was the head alien. Yeah, it makes no sense, but somehow she's in charge of everything. And then uh, I did like the one one shot that they had when the first aliens first showed up and that lady goes outside and her dog's barking. Yeah. And then you kind of just see their silhouettes kind of moving through the trees mm-hmm. like that was kind of creepy. And I liked that. But other than that, the aliens were so worthless. There was literally no point to them being in the movie. <laughs> they could have been any other bad guys of any other type. It, it just was fucking worthless. <laughs> I guess a lot of that landed on the cutting room floor. Right. Yeah. I would say because there's supposed to be like a big battle between her and the aliens towards the end of the movie. Right. So uh, I, I kind of get that. But then I don't know what they should have done at that point. But it was pretty worthless. It, it just I couldn't stand it. And then the movie just feels like it's nine hours long on top of that. So, yeah. So I don't know if they knew that this was going to be the last one in the Fox series, if they were planning on making more. But it did go out with a whimper. I really feel no, like I would have went. They didn't because this was filmed two years ago originally oh. before there was even talk of a merger. So I think Disney looked at it and they were like, man, we got to do some damage control. Probably. You know, what, there is there was two other things that I actually did really like about this. Uh, I thought it was cool that we saw Dazzler. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> like, holy shit. They actually did it. They went for it. Good for them. And I did like Nightcrawler's kind of Red Dawn moment at the end of it uh, when the cop did die and he realized he wanted to re- he wanted to redeem the X-Men in the cop's eyes and the cop did die. And then Nightcrawler suddenly just gets pissed and uh, starts to go after everyone. I thought that was really cool. And his bamfing, those, those effects are just awesome. I love that. But, Mark, <laughs> we established in Apocalypse that Dazzler was popular enough to have record albums available at the mall. Yeah. And which would mean she'd probably be older than the kids. So why was she performing at a backyard barbecue for 10 people? (laughs) Uh, Maybe as a favor to, uh, to professor Xavier, maybe she was, uh, 
a lot like Jennifer Lawrence. Like if we got a close up of her, she'd be like, God, I really don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't know. This fucking timeline is so borked in these movies. It's, I don't understand. Why did they, why did they have to make the movies? Everyone be a decade, yeah. but then nobody ages. You know, I, it's just that I don't have to explain a lot. They just say like in the past 10 years that we gave the president a, a X phone so that he can call <laughs> Charles Xavier whenever he wants to. You know, they don't I have to I just don't this. remember a time where they were ever on good terms. Like when the whole point of the X-Men was that they were fighting for equality and then they're somehow worshipped. I'm sure at some point in the last like 60 years, there's been a point where they were more public and superhero-y. But yeah, the best X-Men stuff always comes from them either being feared or on the run. So right, or and hiding it, in Australia. And isn't that where the original like 2000 X-Men movie started with the government not liking them at all? Right. Yeah. So it's weird that they would have a point where they actually did like them. Well, they did crash that train, so it probably wasn't cheap. <laughs> the, the one good thing is that we don't have to worry about it anymore. That's right. No one cares. <laughs> it's all getting rebooted. So, all right. That's uh, that's pretty much X-Men. I mean, sorry, Dark Phoenix in a nutshell. Um, let's get a score out of five from you guys and wrap it up. What do you got, Aubrey? Um, I really, really wanted to like this movie. So bad, but I'm going to five give it, years. You'll be vindicated. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 2.75. Jesus, you're an easy grader. All right. 2.75. Mark Ellis. Yeah, I was really disappointed that Storm and Nightcrawler didn't have more to do. I think there is a whole they have a whole B storyline that I think would have been really good in this movie. So, um, yeah, it's just average. I'm going to give it straight down the middle. 2.5, 2.5 out of five straight down the middle. Okay, I was leaning towards 1.25 out of 5. Yeah. But I will give it an extra 0.25 for Sophie Turner being hot. Seriously. Leaving us at 1.5 out of 5, the same score that I gave to Godzilla colon King of Monsters. It has not been a good few weeks of the movies for me. Nope. All right. Well, that's going to do it for X-Men at Fox completely. Uh, well, well, New Mutants might come. <laughs> We're never ah, seeing that I movie. can't even say it with a straight face. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, wrap up the show and get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, what do you got? Hmm. What can I pick up off the floor and recommend? <laughs> I got nothing. Everybody, uh, no, no. Everybody go pre-order Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Just do it. That's what I got. Uh, yes, exclusive to Switch. Cannot wait for that to drop. Uh, Marcellus, how about you? Yeah, I don't really have anything either. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I've seen this week has been pretty disappointing. So I'll uh, just re-recommend what I did last week. Uh, it's a Netflix miniseries, four episodes, about an hour each. It's called When They See Us, uh, directed by Ava DuVernay. And it's amazing, uh, based on a true story, and it is emotionally crippling. Um and very redeeming too. It's a awesome, awesome movie. Cool. All right. Well, I will uh, just continue to bang the drum for uh, people to go to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcoin, and now on iHeartRadio. And just about anywhere else that you find your pods that you cast will be there. 
Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search So Wizard Podcast. We got weekly new content on there coming direct from our boy Adam Wallyhawk. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash So Wizard Podcast. Monetarily support the show and get extra content and more. And don't forget to check out all the other shows in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Check out hashtag G-W-A-L-L-S-T-A-R-S-G-W All-Stars on Twitter to find the rest of the shows. Um, I will suggest people keep checking out Attack on Titan. Season 3 is finishing up and it is big revelation time. Uh, Everything is paying off from the first two seasons. They finally got to the basement. And that was exciting, and it's just got about three episodes left, even though it is anime. Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? <laughs> I know. That's how good it is. I, I watch it. So. That's saying something. Right. But that is all I've got, and that's going to do it this week for episode 253 of the So Wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I've got to protect my family. It's about family. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Yeah, I'm starting to think my X gene is never going to kick in at all. Um, but here's hoping Wakanda forever. We'll see you next week. Good journey. <laughs> <laughs>